On this week's episode of Third and Forever, we're going to continue our top 10 list by going through our top 10 wide receivers going into 2023. We have uh, some news uh, with a Daniil Hunter extension, another defensive end, uh, Cameron Jordan signed an extension, Jonathan Taylor wants out of Indy, Alvin Kamara finally finds out how much he's suspended for, and the Bears signed another defensive end. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third and Forever. Uh, before I get going, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports. It's Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money on a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em entry, Get every pick right and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com or click the link below and get your first deposit doubled on Underdog today. It's free money. All right, we are back. With our top 10 list, we got some news. If you under like hear the bad quality, it's because we are recording on our little snowball mic. It's it's not bad quality. It's, it's just it's lesser quality. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're spoiled. It's just different. It, it, it brings us back to the OG days where it's like, this is what it always was all the time, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. you know, it gets me a little nostalgic. I remember, you know? I remember downloading a bootleg program to record Skype calls back in the day. Yeah. How far we've come. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things. So, so we're recording this uh, again on our Saturday. It is. So this is going to come out. If you're listening to it, it is going to be on Tuesday like normal. Uh, I am going to be traveling for work with an actual, you know, job I have to do. So it it makes it work. So if there's any some news that we're not going to talk about that happens between now and then, that's why. Are so, you taking a ricochet shot at me because we had to record early last time? No, see, I have I to do it now. Work to you, do? Okay. Yeah, but see, now I have to do it this time. Mm-hmm. You know, real life stuff. Justin, so what do you got going on next week? Yeah, uh, I'll be in Illinois until Monday. So, but that's fine. We record. I'll, be, I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. So, okay. if any, if we talk about the news here and there's something that happens, it's not because we're just forgetting it. It's just because we don't know. Well, no, and it's it's important to point out that last week we recorded on Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, Saturday day. Uh, or was it Saturday? When was it? Yeah, yeah. It was literally on like Saturday. Yeah. It so, so later that day, Travis yeah. Kelsey started punching all of his teammates. Yeah. After we did our top 10 tight ends episode and talked extensively about Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Which was not great. Yeah. And then uh, there was uh, the Jonathan Taylor kerfuffle. Yeah. So, so Jonathan Taylor, he met with Jim Ursay because he, you know, as he's approaching the end of his rookie year deal, he is, or his rookie deal, he is looking for a contract extension. And Jonathan Taylor didn't have the greatest year last year, but injuries, old line injuries kind of hurt a little bit. Um, the year before he was awesome. And you're like, okay, you kind of have to pay him. And Jim Irsay is just like, his response, 
if I'm gone tomorrow and Jonathan Taylor's gone tomorrow, no one will remember us. Yeah. His That's re- a weird thing to say. His response, it was shades <laughs> of when Kyle Shanahan was like, I don't even know if we'll be alive tomorrow. And he was asked about his quarterback last year. Yeah. Where Jim Ursay was like, well, look, if we both die tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm like, well, but what if you don't both die tomorrow, and, Jim? And, and promptly <laughs> after that, Jonathan Taylor formally requested a trade. Yeah. So, boss man down bad. That's... I don't know. The well, Colts are such like a weird spot because they have Anthony Richardson looking like being the day one starter now. Like he's in training camp. Everything's been all great about him, but they're in a weird spot because they're like, we have to try to do something new. And Jonathan Taylor's like, well, I'm, I'm still like young. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they're in a weird spot too, because then right after, so he requests a trade. Yeah. The next thing that happens is the team tries to put him on the non football injury list <laughs> yeah. for a back issue that he did working out by himself away from the team. Yeah. Except right after that, Jonathan Taylor tweeted out one. I never hurt my back Two, I never reported that I hurt my back. Yeah. Like, so basically it sounds like what he's saying is the team is trying to like stash him away in this, like, you know, little loophole in the system kind of thing yep. and say, Oh, he's hurt non-football. Like we can just hang on to him and it doesn't affect his status as a player. Yeah. And he's saying, um, no, that's bullshit. So that's kind of sketchy by the Colts. Yeah. It sounds like we're about to have a really nasty breakup. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's bad. It, it's, it's not great. And when you have then Jim Ursay getting on like Twitter, it's like, that's really bad. Like someone take his phone away. I don't well, know. All the old Jim Ursay tweets that are popping up like in the last week or so from like, you know, 2013 or something like that. Yeah. There's some weird shit that that guy tweeted. Yeah, it's it's not good. And now he's trying to fly a whale across the country in a plane. Yeah. Did you hear about that? He's yeah. got like an orca that he's yeah. trying to save. Yeah, and I saw people who were like, oh, so he's willing to spend money on that. Like, I understand. Like, <laughs> that's willing- not going for the cap. But like. <laughs> Does this orca count against the cap? Yeah. But like, it's just funny. Like, because it came on right on the heels of this. Of not wanting to pay his like best player. So, I don't know. Colts. Well, you won't pay Jonathan Taylor, but you'll. We'll play a fish. Yeah, you'll, like it, you'll buy it's not a, a fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whale. Has some respect. Um, so yeah, that was that was some news. We're gonna see what happens there. Um, keeping with running backs, we finally found out how long Alvin Kamara will be suspended for his altercation or his role in the fight outside of a Las Vegas club back in 2022. It is three games. Yeah. So uh oh, and, and so I heard I heard some takes about this. Because yeah. anytime somebody gets suspended for some of this you know, violent stuff that happens from time to time in the NFL. The first thing that happens is somebody goes out there and they compare that suspension to a suspension for something that isn't violent. Right. And so I saw the tweets, oh, Calvin Ridley gets indefinitely, uh, you know, but the full Yeah, full like year. a whole season. Yeah. And there are guys this Jameson, year that got like six games. Yeah, yeah, Jameson won six games. And Elvin Kamara, three games for like a violent act. And I get the impulse. I really do. The difference is that no amount of casino fights are going to damage the NFL permanently. Yeah. Players gambling on the games is the only thing that can take away like the NFL's dominance over the American sports landscape. Yeah. Like that's why it's going to be punished more than everything else. And you can say that that's wrong and maybe, you know, you can bump up the other ones more, but that's Mm. just kind of the incentive structure of, the league is that, you know, if guys do this shitty stuff off the field, 
it's one thing, but it really damages the brand yeah. when they do the, the stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't know the details. Three games, not that many. Just enough that he doesn't have to play the Packers, though. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's nice. That's I, think I, I call that justice. Yeah. yeah. Al, Alvin Kamara is weird because, like, he was awesome, like, when he first came in the league. Like, he was a steal because, like, you know, as a rookie, I know there was some, like, off-field stuff. That's why he kind of bounced around in college. Like, yeah, he, you know, he, he kind of didn't – whether that's performing in the classroom or not performing in the classroom. And then, obviously, extracurriculars like we saw back in – what he did in 2022, getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, then, like, he was good, really good in 2020, where he had 16 rushing touchdowns, five receiving, almost you know, 756 receiving yards, 932 rushing yards, which, by the way, is his career high, which I think that's kind of crazy. That is weird. Yeah, he's never broken a thousand. He was, like, at, at that time. Like, yeah. yeah. That's not even that impressive. Yeah. And then, like, now he, he's gotten worse over the last couple of years. Granted, the Saints, like, with Jameis, like, you know, transitioning off of Drew Brees, like that's growing pains. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I think like he's probably got to be better with Derek Carr there now, you'd think. But then Andy just, Dalton, how dare you, yeah. sir? And like he just, he only had two touchdowns last year, two and two catching and then two rushing. So four total, not even 900 yards, under 500 receiving. Like he, he's 28. I, I don't know. I, Alvin Camaro is like, he was really awesome for like, couple years and then he's now just like yeah i don't know yeah and he's in a really weird spot because the saints did bring in jamal williams and they drafted yeah. a rookie and so between those three guys it's yeah. very unclear how it's all going to shake out i think we might be in for another one of those jamal williams like sneakily scores 12 touchdowns this yeah. year bullshit yeah. that he did last year and like the average length of his touchdown runs is 1.5 yards right like Stuff like that. So I I don't know. I think it's uh, – the Saints are kind of in a weird place. Yeah, where... because like the whole, like, NFC South, too, yeah. is weird. Like Because it's a very weak division. Who's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe the, the Saints on paper, I guess. Yeah. Then, like, the Falcons are, like, the kind of the sneaky pick that some people are liking. Yeah. Which, like, Desmond Ritter didn't look awesome. No. But they're just going to run it all the time and just on the back of Bijan, I guess. Yeah. So... Well, and, like, the Saints specifically, too, it's like – you think about who their like big name guys were a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's Kamara and it's uh, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Both of those guys are still on the team, but it's a question of, are they the guys anymore? Yeah, it's like, very Ola- weird. Olave looks like he's going to be like, like really good or pretty good. Like, yeah. He had a really good year with very questionable quarterback play. Yeah. And you have to imagine with Derek Carr, he's only going to get better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, Slant boy is going to get hurt immediately. Um, on the flip side of the ball, uh, Cam Jordan, the you know the guy that loves to talk shit about Kirk Cousins and then gets proceeds to be ranked like seven or eight spots worse than the players. Anyway, can you explain thing? this? Because I heard about this beef so recently and he, I was unaware. He was like in, during like an off season camp that he was running, and he was talking about like it was an obviously defensive end camp kind of a thing. And that would make sense. He was talking he like. Oh, if a quarterback, you know, if they take a while to process, I like to call them, you know, a bunch of Kirk Cousins out there. They're slow to process plays. And, like, I don't think Cam Cam is, Jordan is – Is that the whole beef? Yeah. Like, he, okay. well, he talks about, like, he, he just, you know, slams Kirk and then gets – ends up like Kirk has good games against the Saints usually. Like, against Cam Jordan. Yeah. Cam Jordan's not heavily had a great game, and Kirk's usually had pretty good games. So, it's it's, it's a weird, like, beef to have. 
I don't know. Uh, but then it was just funny that the rankings, I think he was put like 49 or something. And Kirk was like 42 in the, the player ranking or whatever they do. And it's just, it's funny that his peers view him a worse football player than Kirk Cousins, but I don't know. Cam it seems Jordan, like you guys are kind of reaching for bulletin board material. It, this Cam point. Jordan is, he that is seems a, like a minor he's a very, I, I'm like, he just talks all the time and yeah, he's he a defensive player. I know, but he doesn't ever really back it up. Like that's, what's weird about yeah, it. He has decent stats. He does, but I'm saying, but not against like the player he's bashing. That's my, my yeah, beef. I it's suppose. a weird, it's a misplaced thing, but he signed a two year extension um, him being 34, I think it's pretty much like his last his deal, last hurrah, a yeah. two year, $27.5 million extension, which like he was totally fine last year. I mean, he, I think he had over 10 sacks and you know, he, he wants to be a saint for life. The big thing, I think a lot of Vikings fans, his dad, Steve Jordan was a ring of honor tight end for the Vikings. Ah. That's kind of why. And like, it's weird that, that everyone's like, oh. he grew up going to Vikings games, being in the locker room. And now he has this like hatred towards the Vikings. It's weird. And that's where it's like, I don't really get it. I, I, it's just like a one-sided beef that I don't really understand. Cause like his dad played for the Vikings and I don't, I don't know. But yeah. Good. Good for Cam Jordan, I guess getting his, what seems to be his last contract. He'll probably retire after it, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in other defensive end news, the bears signed defensive end, uh, Yannick Ngakwe to a one year deal worth 10 and a half million, 10 million guaranteed, uh, his fifth team since 2020. So, um, good, good for them. Yeah. Ryan Dust- Poles keeps, keeps adding it. Dustin scale of one to 10. How excited are we? 10 being a little bit and one being not at all. 10 being, we just drafted Mitch Trubisky. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> one being, we just lost Mitch Trubisky. I hate yeah. it so much. 10 is kissing titties. We'll say like a three and a half to a four. <laughs> Doesn't not, move the needle not, much. Not stoked, but. <laughs> still, we'll, we'll I'm, see not stoked. How it goes. I'm not stoked, bro. Bro, it's just Yannick. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I if, don't know. if you saw his last name, how confident are you that you'll pronounce it? Without uh, knowing what it is. Like a 0. 0.41, somewhere <laughs> in that range. 0.4% or like 40%? 0.4%. Wow. 0.4 out of 10, so 4, 4%. 4%? Why would you do it that way? Well, you guys were the well, ones that brought so percentage percent means it. out of 100. Yeah, you guys brought Why percentage Why would you do that at 10? Either way, it's less confusing. So whatever. 4, four out of 100 or 0.4%. Out of ten, out of uh, whichever one you guys prefer, I, I, I've heard I they're the same. Let's say four. Let's say four percent. I've heard they're the same numbers. So. Okay, all right. That's well, a low percentage. Well, good, good on them. Nice prove it deal. We'll see because they, 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 they need a lot of things. So yeah, pass, they're getting a lot of things at least. They're, yeah, they're taking swings. Yeah, the Bears are kind of that that guy with like extra fab to spend in like a fantasy football league where they're like, I'm just gonna why not. Just start grabbing guys. Yeah, so it well, taking swings in Chicago is a good thing right now because the Cubs have actually scored the most runs <laughs> in the last like nice. thirty that was games a good, or something. That was like a that. good little. Is Cody Bellinger on the Cubs? I wouldn't know. I think he's, I'm not a Cubs fan. I, think he'd I just left, follow I think a lot of Cubs a, fans because a lot of my friends from back home are Cubs fans. Yeah, they're the they're the North Side, right? Yes. Yeah, North Side, the safe side. Yeah, the safe, the safe side. <laughs> yeah, Wrigley, Wrigley area is much better than where. Uh, Whatever the the White Sox call their stadium now, uh, it I used to be City Field. I think it's no. Comiskey now, or it yeah. used to be Comiskey. Yeah, maybe it's US Cellular now, something like it that. It used to be US Cellular. Maybe it's Comiskey. something else now. But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I know that 
being on the south side, it's literally, well, it's not so much anymore, but it used to be the field is right on this side of the road. Yeah. And that other side of the road was just projects. Right. Like you did not want to be lost walking around. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, all right. One last bit. Uh, Daniel Hunter, we have an extension. He signed a one-year extension, ties him to the team through 2025. Uh, it was just a one-year, I believe, $17 million extension which the big kicker here is most of that cap hit is this year, which obviously is great because we need to sign Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson, which I will gladly take where he's at. He has a 20, just under $21 million cap hit this year for under 15 next year. And then only 7.4 his last year. So that's good. We don't, everyone can relax. He's, he's going to be on our team through 2025. Yeah, there were some rumblings, too, yeah. right before this deal that he was on the trade block, well, which is how you can kind of see that, like, yeah. the wheels are in motion. And what's frustrating, too, is, like, his grievances, it, it's – I can see both sides because, like, okay, he signed he has signed very team-friendly deals mm-hmm. for – <laughs> if you can hear this, Stanley's just Stanley is rolling his back around. And he, yeah, you. Um, so he has tied very team friendly deals, but that was with the old regime. So, like, his grievances aren't with like Quasi and Kevin O'Connell in this front office because it's like, A, you agreed to this, get a better agent, or like, B, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, like you put pen to paper. So, I'm glad that the team is like, okay, we, the, Brian Flores has said numerous times, we we want him, obviously, like put his hand in the dirt, let him go out for the quarterback. That's what he's really good at. Like, I we, we want, obviously. We need all the help we can get on defense. So, Daniel Hunter goes a long way with that. Um, I think it's something where he's still, you know, his, his average per year is only $17 million. That puts him outside, I think, like the top like 14, 15. He's, yeah. he's, but he's underneath – Chandler Jones, Shaq Barrett, Cam Jordan, who we just mentioned, Harold Landry, which I think I've said that name before, and you're like, who? I, I still don't know who. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't Doesn't know who like today. Yeah, no. so like he, he's Harold. obviously like we want him there, and he seems very happy. He did say afterwards, you know, what he's going to do, where he's like, you know, I want to be a Viking forever. Like, okay. Yeah, what right. I, I mean, like after you say that. Through 2025, you will be. Yeah, so. <laughs> after you sign that deal, it's very easy to then yeah, say, yeah. I would like to do this forever, actually, fans. Yeah. Thank you. So I, I'm glad we got that out of the way, um, and he's you know been practicing and doing all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah, and yeah. you said last piece of news, but we do have one more. Oh yeah, there was a a bit of a shot by a journalist at yeah. uh, Mr. Jordan Love, and so I did see some commentary on this. We are talking, of course, about uh, Adam Sheen. I believe is how you pronounce his name. Yeah, I, think I don't know. He's like he's not a nobody but he is not really a big deal um but he said on cbs uh when they were covering the nfl uh jordan love can't play football he had a whole segment basically about how jordan love is terrible yeah um everyone hates him the defense is yelling at him and mad at him and it is just a complete dumpster fire and it was based on pretty much nothing. There were some reports from Packers uh, beat reporters basically saying, like, you know, there have been some growing pains in camp and some days that weren't great, but nothing that is like a major indictment of Jordan as a prospect. Uh, and they were even coming out and saying it. And my favorite response to uh, Adam Sheen 
was that his clip was quote tweeted by Mr. Devondre Campbell, pride of Minnesota, yeah, linebacker for the Packers, who said, and I quote, "Ain't no way you just got on here with that baggy ass Steve Harvey suit <laughs> and them thick ass Dollar Tree glasses and disrespected my QB by saying he can't play football." He only has one career start. Let him play at least half a season before you open your big dumbass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Devondre clearly uh, does not share the sentiment that was expressed in a lot of the uh, apparent sources in Adam Sheen's uh, you know, reporting on the matter. And I would just like to say that uh, Adam... You've made the list, my friend. Not, not me. No, no, I'll, no. You're not on the list. I'm not on the list yet. No, Adam Adam Sheen has officially made my list. Yeah. And he joins the hallowed ranks of guys like Adam Schefter, Kevin King. God, there's two Adams now on that list. I, this, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> going for a third pretty soon here. Um, so, yes, he's officially on that list. I did think it was kind of funny, though. I saw some people quote tweet in there like, Packer fans are not used to having the media like grill their starting quarterback and it shows and it's very true because we haven't had like, you know, real criticism of like football ability in our starting quarterback since the internet was invented. Oh, since like before you were born. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, this is the first time that we've like opened Twitter and someone's been like the Packers quarterback sucks. And we're all like, what the hell? You can't just say that. What is this? Is this this allowed? This is illegal. Is this allowed? It's a slander. So that, that was kind of funny to realize. Yeah. But still, Adam, you made the list. ain't it, ain't it, man? Yeah, Steve <laughs> Harvey looking ass, Dollar Tree glasses. Insert Chris Jericho here. Dustin, you look at this one. You made the list. <laughs> that was Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like, oh god, that was just a weird gimmick he had. That's when he went like the, like the like super like wearing scarves all the time, yeah. and he just like with his massive like clipboard. Like, yeah. should, should I wear a scarf? Yeah, for my list in the summer. Yeah, okay. only in the summer. Nice. Yeah, like go shirtless in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> opposite. Huge. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we can go from that. I think that's the last bit of news. I haven't seen really anything going today other than Jamar Chase saying he'd rather have Trevor Simeon be his starter week one until week five. Yeah, is yeah, what I know. he said. Wild. Which I get it, but like. Man, this is people are gonna have a field day with this that. This is one. the craziest thing that Jamar said since he said he couldn't catch the ball in the NFL because he didn't have the, right didn't stripes. Have the stripes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like Jamar might be trolling us again, and I'm sure we'll talk about Jamar in a little bit. So, nah. um, all right. With that, let's get to our top ten wide receivers going into 2023. All right, and we should probably. How do we want to? How do we want to roll through this? Let's just go. Let's just be let's go in a circle. Let's, let's go. Let's start, start with Dustin, Dustin and we'll go Kevin and me. And me. Okay, and we'll just kind of. Do we want to? We don't have to necessarily. No, snake. no, because we're just kind of going to circles. Yeah, we're, we're just going. We're going around. Yeah. So all right, Dustin. Dustin, you can. Start. And we're going to save our honorable mentions till the end, so we can build some suspense. If a certain person you're looking to hear might be somewhere on the list, or maybe they didn't make our honorable list. mention. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. All right. Justin, you are on the clock. Not really. This is not a draft, but you are on for your number 10. Yeah. Uh, Good thing I finished my list before we did this. Yeah. I've got got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen at number 10. What year is it? Tell us. What year is it? I mean, Keenan Allen, he's got Justin Herbert throwing the ball. Yeah. Can be a good thing. Did they draft a rookie? Was Justin Herbert doing know. super well last year when you had him in fantasy football as your uh, quarterback? 
he was putting up like 20. Keep in mind, keep in mind, they did just get Kellen Moore. That's true. Dak had his best years when Kellen Moore was his play caller. So, yeah. And the thing is, Keenan Allen, he's still a great route runner and he can create a lot of separation, even though he doesn't look like he's running fast. Well, no, and he's he's I'm putting him on there for that reason. He's one of those guys that's kind of a technician in the way that, like, I would say he's above like a Thielen now, but it's kind of. It's similar to It's that. a very similar place out because, like, they have, they're not ever going to have, like, that top end speed ever or, yes. like, that quick burst to get that separation. Or, or like, they have the, to find the, the strengths of, like, like he's you never know, been AJ known, Brown yeah. or someone. He's never been known as, like, a deep threat. He's no, always a good, he's, a good he's route runner. He moves yeah. the sticks. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. I and mean, I think Keenan still has a place in the top. You know, 15 for sure, and you can make an argument to get off. He only played 10 games last year. I think he was dealing with a hamstring. But in terms of per game, I mean, he was 12th in in the league in receiving yards per game with 75.2. So he was behind, you know, Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins, um, and ahead of, like, Mike Evans, mm-hmm. uh, Amon Ra. So, like, I, Keenan Allen's fine. Like, it's not, like, the most egregious thing. I'm glad you didn't come here saying DJ Moore is is, is in your list. We <laughs> no, were what, we were wondering that. Not, okay. We were curious about if, like, he'd include him. Yeah, we were we were golfing before this, and I was like, if Dustin puts DJ Moore at 10, I'm going to I'm going to have words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, if he was on the Panthers still, he would be nowhere near his list. No. But, yeah. All right, all right. So going to my number 10 here. Uh, my number 10 is Mr. Jalen Waddle. Okay. Uh, Jalen Waddle is in going into his third year, I believe, right? Yep. Um, you know, on the Miami Dolphins, highly talented, highly skilled. And I think it's a testament to how talented Jalen Waddle is that he is not completely overshadowed by Tyreek Hill yeah. on that same offense. Because unless Jalen Waddle was as gifted as he is, that would be the Tyreek Hill offense, and he would be, you know. The, the Marquez Valdez scantling to Devontae Adams type of thing where a solid receiver, but just nowhere near the spotlight. It is not maybe a 1A, 1B there, but it's pretty darn it close. Is, he'd be a one on a good amount of other teams, obviously. like he'd be we'll, a one on my team. Yeah, like yeah. – <laughs> He'd be a one on my team. Yeah, yeah. 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 all right. Um, but, like, yeah, Jalen Waddell, I mean, one he, of your teams. he has played yeah, – no. He, I, I don't know if he's missed, like, any games. He played every game last year. No. 1,300 he, yards. He does have a Butterfingers issue sometimes eight, in the open touchdowns. field. But, yeah, uh, like, the catch percentage could be a little better. I think only it says 64.1%. Yeah. So, like, that's not all on the quarterback. And But, like, doing that with very – you know, we saw with Tua last year, the in and out of concussion protocol as yep. much as he was with Teddy Bridgewater in there with, um, I don't even know who their, their third or third guy was. Yeah, I forget. Like but... it, it's some unknown guy. Like that's where it's, it's one of those things that it, it's a testament to how good he actually is. And like you said, if Tyree kills not there, he's crushing it. Yeah. And himself. you look at it, Tyree kill most likely only going to play for a handful more seasons. I assume the Dolphins will hang on to Jalen Waddle. So we are looking at, you know, a a relatively near future that is the Jalen Waddle show, and he can definitely handle that. So Yeah, I I had my initial draft of this. Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson, that's right. Yeah, 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 pride of uh, Kansas State. Justin, it was on the screen. I saw it on your laptop. I I just kept seeing Mike White, and I'm like, no, No. he wasn't on the team last year. Um, All right, Adam, who is your number 10? So I had Jalen Waddle for a little bit, but I opted to put it in a different guy just because like, the way I'm thinking about these are obviously the situation they're in, 
as well as the player, you know, individually, like you put them on a, the other team, how awesome are they going to be? Mm-hmm. I have Debo Samuel at Ooh, number 10, Debo. just because, you know, he had some injuries last year, the year prior, he, we saw what he could do, how, how you could put him in the backfield. You can put him out in the slot out wide. He is very versatile. He, it, it showed like he, he can, pretty much work with any kind of quarterback because mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan knows just get him the ball, let him do the rest. And that's where I'm like, I want a guy that's, you know, you put him if you were to imagine Debo on like any consistent quarterback play, he's going to be really awesome. And I, 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 I put Debo Samuel um, just because the versatility. So. Yeah. And, and Debo had kind of a down year last year by his own omission. He said he kind of was out of shape a little bit and a little bit, I think there were like some motivation issues or he wasn't happy with his contract or something like that. There was some kind of uh, under the surface stuff going on, but the year before that he was just a maniac yeah. and he's one of those guys too, that he is, uh, you know, everyone in the NFL is like a, a top 1% of the 1% athletes. Mm-hmm. Debo is at the top, you know, 1% of the NFL yeah. where he's just another level up and he is, a freak of nature in terms of stuff. He doesn't have like elite route running or ridiculous hands or anything like that. He's just such a physical specimen. Like we saw like with that one play where like he had to come back for a ball because it was like pretty underthrown, but he ended up like breaking like four tackles and scored. Like it was, it was one of the, it was a vintage like Debo moment where like, okay, this guy actually is like a freak. Like yeah. that's insane. Debo's like the guy at recess in like fourth grade that is just like more athletic than everyone else, yeah. you know, by like head and shoulders amount. And it just, it doesn't matter where you get in the ball or what he's doing. He's going to, you know, go through a bunch of guys and probably score. Yeah. So, all right, Dustin, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine, Kevin already said it's Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, just enough. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. It's if Tyreek Hill wasn't there, he would be the number one. And he's, and elite celebration, by the way. Oh yeah, he does oh, have a great oh, oh, Paige. Except now, Paige it's loves like, every time I get e scores. She, she's like, oh, it's so cute. I love it so but, much. But now, but now people are kind of using it against him, and not even like <laughs> corners against him, but people are like doing it when they intercept Tua. What, last year, like Jair did. La- it, I last think. year, when the Vikings played the Dolphins, when they, 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 I think it was like Kendrick's got the interception, and they all run in the end zone. All of a sudden, the last second, you see Cam Danzer come running in and just start waddling. Yeah, and you're and like, like, what the hell? It's like, that's not Jalen Waddle's fault. It like, wasn't even too waddle. And no. Like, it's like, God, that's yeah, what happens like when you have a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just, that's, that's what you get. You know, it happens. <laughs> but yeah, Jalen Waddle is it's just awesome. Yeah. All right. My number nine. Um, this is a guy who's near and dear to my heart um, due to some, you know, fantasy football shenanigans a couple years back. Uh, Mr. Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, I know I, I picked him up towards the end of the year, that year that he kind of exploded in the last couple weeks. Mm. And since that point, he has been on pace for like just, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, Adam, maybe you can pull them up here, yeah. but then how many targets did he have last season? Last season, he had 146 targets. And he was injured for several weeks of that he, season. He played, he played 16 games. Yeah. So right. I think he holds the record for like most targets maybe in most receptions in like the first two years of a career or something like that, or the first like two combined game start or seasons of starting or something like that. Yeah. I mean, the dude is a football magnet. He's really talented and it just, he also just kind of sticks in my head too, because uh, we had a St. Brown and clearly we, we chose the wrong St. Brown, Yeah. Uh, which, which kind of hurts. 
Yeah, in two years, he has 265 targets. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sure we drafted Amari Rodgers over him. Yeah, oh yeah, he was he was a late. I mean, he he went in the fourth round, 112. Yeah, so, so that's every every team had at least three passes at him. Yeah. If they unless they had a no pick, they sure did multiple passes. Yeah, so uh, but the sun god, I'm on Ra. Yeah, number eight or number nine for me. Yeah. Adam, what is your number nine? My number nine is maybe a bit. The, Call me old-fashioned here, but I have DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is... The old man. He is quarterback-proof. We've seen his time with the Texans. We saw it last year with Kyler went down. He still put up numbers when he came back for the Cardinals, which it's going to be a shit show. And now he's going to the Titans with Tannehill. If Tannehill can just do, like, what he did enough with A.J. Brown, like, we've seen it. Like, Tannehill is probably like not counting Kyler, his best quarterback by a large margin. Like his Texans quarterbacks were so bad well, and, even and he as, was still unbelievable. Yeah. And as a thrower of the football, I mean, Kyler is dynamic, but He's, Tannehill might be a better yeah. pure passer. And and if you look at his per game, cause he only played nine games because he had a suspension last year because of the PEDs. Cause mm-hmm. he didn't know that there was some uh, hormone whoops, growth. Darn, uh, that's, uh, but he he was tenth in the league in receiving yards with seventy nine point seven, um, and, and he you know solid hands sixty six point seven, but a, a catch percentage on the targets. But you factor that in, like Colt McCoy is throwing him the ball. I I have to believe like he is the focal point now in that p- passing offense. Like Traylon Burks will probably be their guy they want to build around, but mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins probably will just go out and have a casual if he play if he's healthy twelve hundred yards eight to 10 touchdowns just because like he's the guy yeah. there. Like, I mean, well, and he's really the guy. Cause like, like you said, you know, they have Burks, but beyond that, you know, basically nothing. Yeah. So he will be a focal point for right. sure. Yeah. All right, Dustin, we are on to your number eight. So number eight, I've got a, a Dallas Cowboy CD lamb. I like how you said a Dallas Cowboy. Like you were going to say Michael Gallup. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got one. That's on the team people, still. People yeah. thought that last him year. Him and Brandon Cooks; those are the three receivers. Embarrassment wow. of riches, honestly. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, who I think is like thirty-four. He's like twenty-seven. Yeah, like, so, because like <laughs> you, you you move a team and you age like two years. Yeah, and he's been on like four teams. Yeah, he's five mo- teams. Yeah, he's he's moved around like every single year. <laughs> but no, CD Lamb, Dustin. Tell us, tell us why you love CD Lamb. Uh, CD, I mean, he's a big target. He's been their number one receiver of what the last two years i think yeah and he really kind of flashed last year his two years ago was a little bit inconsistent a little bit underwhelming but last season he really kind of stepped into that alpha you know number one wide receiver role he's not you know one of those top five guys i don't think at least at this point in terms of like the really top of the you know cream of the crop type receivers but he is easily top 10 um, and really solidified that. I'm curious to see what his season looks like this year, given how many guys they have around him now. I mean, Michael Gallup, if he's healthy, is solid. Well, that's the, that's is the big good. thing is, I mean, he stepped up big time when Gallup went down last year. So, yep, yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what that looks like. And I mean, also, I mean, Kellen Kellen Moore leaving the the Cowboys, I think, is really going to be felt. Like it's now all on Mike McCarthy. Hey, like, Mike McCarthy's never done a bad job running an offense as far as we can remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of crazy that, like, because CeeDee Lamb obviously went um, number, you know, set, he was 17th overall. He was the third receiver taken in that draft. 
Yeah. Um, he, he was behind Judy and who else? Uh, in prison currently. Oh, Henry. Henry Ruggs, <laughs> the first receiver taken oh. at 12. Uh, yeah, Judy went at 15. CeeDee Lamb, 17. Uh, well, he's doing better than Henry Jalen Rieger went uh, 21, and then we yeah. all know who went number 22, which yeah. you love that fact. Well, and, and CD, he was the one when he got drafted where he, like, his girlfriend, like, reached for the phone and he, like, took it back. Yeah. It was, uh, it was yeah, that, that, that draft, like we're going to talk about, there's a couple people on this list that are going to be on our, our lists here, but like, obviously we said rugs, but Jerry, Judy, CD lamb. Then you have obviously Justin Jefferson, Brandon, Ayuk, who is not like terrible Pittman in that draft. Too? Uh, Pittman went yeah. in that draft. He went right after T Higgins in the yeah. beginning of the second round. Yeah. Like that was a, was that a, was a really good draft receiver class. draft, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. And then Pittman was also in it. Yeah. Too skinny. Uh, yeah, so let's see where where are we at. Eight. Oh, You're my number eight. eight. My number eight is also CD Lamb, so we can. We all have CD Lamb number eight. Oh, <laughs> <my gosh. laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, he's one of those guys that like. You're just kind of waiting for him to break he's, through he's, into like saying for sure he's like a guy. Like he's the firmly a tier two receiver. Yeah, he's not part of that elite group at the top. Yeah, but he is definitely right underneath that. Yeah, which is which is crazy to say. Like I think like receivers right now in the NFL, it's so deep. Yep. Like there are so many guys that like, because we they, don't pay running backs. So all the, the passing lead, man, the passing lead. Yeah. Um, all right, Dustin, what is your number seven? All right. I'm going with the guy that Adam used to like, uh, probably still does. Uh, but it's <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Used to like, used now to. he hates him. He's been I on my know, fantasy team. Like, that's three years. That's no, why I said you Bill's hater him. Adam Oz over here. Oh, uh, last, last two years. Sorry. Cause yeah. the, the, the Three years ago, he ripped my heart out. Yes, he did. So that's why I'm getting that. Fucking yep. Patriots. Yep. Just, they just they had to take scored, all their anger out like on the Patriots. 45 points. Yeah, I, I was sunk, sitting there with like a 42-point lead. I'm like, yeah. I'm all right. I think I'm good. And then he scored four times. Yeah. And I'm, I lost. And you lost. Yeah. yeah. To, to who, who was that to again? That was, uh, was, that, to, that, that was to Kevin. It wasn't oh, to me. It was to me. That's yeah. right. Okay. Anyway, so, yes, yeah, Stefan Diggs, Dustin, tell us. Tell us yeah, I mean, he... A couple years ago, he was definitely higher on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but he was kind of discounted right after like going to Buffalo. I mean, yeah. I think he was like that year, you know, in fantasy football, it was like a fifth round pick type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, top of the fifth. So there were a lot of question marks about Diggs post Vikings at first. Which, really which is bad. which is pretty crazy. Like, yeah, like, obviously, like, you know, he, he was a he was a fifth round draft pick. And, uh, you know, he came in and he he is like a guy that like. He has that dog, like he. Oh, he absolutely does. Yeah, and like that's he's already crazy. getting mad this year about his role in the offense. Yeah, where his role is. Let me check my notes for the Buffalo Bills. The offense. Yeah, like he, they they don't have a strong running game. Yeah, they don't have other awesome you know passing game targets. He doesn't have a T Higgins or a Jalen Waddle or a Devontae Smith to. You know, steal things away from him. But Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis sucks. <laughs> He's got Dawson Knox, though. That's true. Top four that, tight end. Top true. seven tight end now. But yeah, it's it's crazy because he he went from he has 166 targets his first year at Buffalo, uh, 164 the second year, and 154. How like, dare they <laughs> run the ball less? <laughs> that is absolutely unacceptable. It's nuts. Like he's over if what, these trends 500. Continue. He's almost close to 500 targets in three years. In three years, yeah. Like, 
God forbid. Yeah, and he's catching a <laughs> bunch of them. He's getting touchdowns. Oh yeah, he's he, his worst is 103 receptions. Yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, Diggs. But Diggs, you kind of need that crazy to be yeah. a top tier wide receiver. Yeah. Like they almost all have it. So. I don't know. It is the always open mentality. Yeah. Did you guys see that tweet where it's like what NFL players like tweet where it's like quarterbacks, like, yeah, love, love my teammates, love my team. hard work and like yeah. running backs or something are like, like gospel thing. And like, yeah, yeah. Running, running backs are like hustle and grind set and stuff like that. And then like wide receivers are like the enemy, he like speaks softly, but like he <laughs> brings knives. Yeah. It's just like this cryptic weird shit. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, digs my number seven uh, is Mr. AJ Brown. Okay, we're just having the same list here. Well, I mean, we're not going to have it. So, anyway, uh, yeah, A.J. Brown um, coming in at seven. I think A.J. Brown's an awesome receiver. We really hadn't seen the full A.J. Brown experience, I feel like, until this last year when he went to Philadelphia. Um, and when he was in that system, we just kind of – our number of A.J. Brown plays is what I'm going to call them, skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about, where he just – like big man's like three different corners on one play and it's just bigger and stronger and better than you. Yeah. And he kept doing that where I I don't know how many like 20 plus yard touchdowns he had, but I know he had the one against the Steelers where he got like a flag for like taunting all three corners. Yeah. We're trying to make a play on the ball. Like one, two, three. Like he's just, (laughs) he's crazy. He's awesome. He makes, he's got great hands, but really it comes down to, kind of his physical size. Yeah. He's like if DK was a better route runner. Not that DK is like a terrible route runner, but he's got that same kind of build where he can just bully people. Which is crazy because they were both at Ole Miss together. And that Ole Miss team must and, have been unstoppable, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah, and they have a – what's his name? Throwing them the ball. Um, That's not a good sign that we don't remember what his name was. No, because like he, he he was supposed to be pretty good, but he just was terrible. I, he's, he's, a, he's a front of the pot of, of like part of my take. Uh, uh, he, he's been – they talk about him all the time. Um, uh, Ole Miss QB with A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Uh, it was – it was not Elijah Moore. What's going on here? <laughs> Elijah Moore, Dawson Knox, Van Jefferson. They're just listing all the other guys at Ole Miss, which is not um, not what we're looking for here. No, I got nothing. Well, <laughs> that's that's a bummer. Uh, I mean, I, I pulled up an Ole Miss. Uh, it wasn't Matt. Oh man, it no, it wasn't Matt Corral. No, it wasn't Matt Corral. It was, Matt Corral. It was no, right before, before Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Yeah, he was the um, most recent. Chad Kelly. Oh, there he is. Swag, swag Kelly. Swag right. Kelly. Okay, yeah, yeah, that works. So, um, but yeah, AJ Brown. He, I would like to see a little bit more of consistency with like catching and all that. Like he, he does have times where he'll every just, once in a while he'll, he'll just drop break a hand. Like yeah, yeah. And, and like I think it's probably because he's just like looking to just go off after yeah, the catch. Yeah, he, he already thinking about who he's going to run through yeah. after. But A.J. Brown, yeah, eight, he was sixth in the league in yards per game. Um, he ended up finishing, I think, fourth in receiving yards, 11 touchdowns, obviously. Huge for uh, Dylan Hurts' development. I mean, yep. we obviously saw what the leap he made last year with adding A.J. Brown. 
and how pissed off Mike Vrabel was that they traded AJ Brown. <laughs> like we saw that but they got Traylon Burks. Yeah, we he could be anything. Yeah, he, he, he could be, be AJ Brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. But yeah, AJ Brown, he is a physical mismatch for a lot of corners. Although now, like we are seeing a lot of like, I think Richard Sherman probably helped this. But, like the tall, lanky corners that yep. can kind of compete with these tall receivers that are physical freaks. But yeah, AJ Brown, my number seven. Um, he, could very well move up. Yeah, he over could, a couple guys. If that we I look have. A, a year or two out, he could be top five for yeah, sure. Yeah, because he's he's still on the younger side of me. I think he's only like 26, 27 maybe. Yeah, I mean he um, came out like only like three, four years ago. Something yeah, like some something like that. Yeah. So all right, Dustin number six. All right, I've got a guy we already talked about, Debo Samuel. So wow. that's a high ranking for Debo. So what I'm going high. off here. So I'm assuming he's not even on your list, Kevin. No, <laughs> he would be in my honorable mentions for sure. So yeah. what I'm going off here is we, we kind of touched on this with like when we were joking about Taysom Hill, um, mm-hmm. about what position he played. But like he's designated as a wide receiver, but he can do anything on the offensive side of the ball. He, he throws, can't play quarterback. He we learned that touchdowns. in the playoffs. No. Did he, did he well, throw a touchdown? maybe he has thrown a touchdown, but he can't consistently play quarterback, or they would have used him to do that. Correct. But I mean, yeah, See, well, he, Christian McCaffrey should have been in their emergency one. He was yeah. their emergency. Well, yeah, like, but like they, they never used him as that, really. So, but no, I mean, he's just—he's yeah. an athletic guy. I mean, well, he, and he do... makes he makes wow plays. Like yeah, every once he, in a while, you'll get a Debo play where you're just like Jesus Christ. Well, Debo. And the, the only problem with it is the 49ers get into that thing where it's it's a Kittle game, right? It's a McCaffrey game. Mm-hmm. It's an Ayuk game. Like they just they don't spread the ball out evenly in a game. It like, depends it's, on it's who's featured. Ba- in yeah, the it's just all based on one guy for that game. But yeah, he's always up there. I mean, he's always putting up good numbers, even when he's not the featured guy. He's still getting like 60 yards, maybe 30 on the ground, something like that. But yeah. Well, I like that, and that is, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's interesting, and it kind of goes to show you how many guys there are outside of, I'd say, like the top five that you can make an argument for at a lot of these places, where Adam and I were talking about, I was like, I was choosing between like seven guys at number 10. Yeah. So there's, that that, that kind of illustrates that point. Uh, my number six, right, that's what we're on? Yes. My number six is guy we already talked about, uh, Mr. Stefan Diggs. I mean, yeah, what else is there to say? He's great. Um, I think we can move on to Adams, number six. Yeah, so my number six, this might be our first shock here. Oh, boy. Um, I have Jamar Chase, number Ooh. six. And number that, six, not that, even top And that's five. something where I can confidently say next year he will not be at six. He'll probably be in, the, he'll be in that top five. But okay. for right now, I just – I need to see uh, consistency with it. He yeah. obviously had a great rookie year. Last year, he was on and off the field. There were some injuries. Uh, with yeah. injuries. And the guys above him didn't have – like, they just had more of a – A, their per-game numbers were better or they actually, you know, were on the field. So that's something sort of where I know, like, his ceiling is really, really high. He was seventh in per-game yards per game. Um, and I, I, I'm, I know for sure he's going to be above this. But for right now, like – I have to put him at six just based on availability, but he's obviously, I mean, he, he, Dustin, he, he's obviously great. Fan. He's a great we'll, uh, player. These we'll are the talk list about now. it when he's on my list. These are the list. <laughs> these are the people that are like really fucking good. Like everywhere out the point where 
all these guys are bona fide receiver ones, no question about it. Yeah, they are. They have a chance to break open a game at any moment's notice. We we are officially in the cornerstone of your fantasy football team. Correct type of type of, and that you here. feel great about. Yeah, like so. I I mean, Jamar Chase is awesome. I love his skill set. Um, there have been a couple times where too many where he'll just kind of disappear. Whether that's maybe having T Higgins and Tyler Boyd on yep. the team and Joe Mixon, maybe he falls a little bit like he's not the focal point. Uh, Samaje. Samaje. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's on, not the on the team, team anymore. anymore. Well, no, but I'm saying but in, historically then, speaking. Yeah. I mean, you've seen his beard. Like it's crazy. Uh, it's Samaje. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think he, as long as he, if he makes that step, which I think he's going to this year, he's going to be easily in the top five next year. So for right. now I put him at six contentious. Dustin, number five. Uh, my number five is A.J. Brown. Okay. Very um, nice. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. It's, it's the size. I mean, he... It's it's the size. He's, a, he's, he's a, just too damn big. He's just like a wrecking ball out there. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the thing, the thing too, is, I mean, you got to think, he's also got Devontae uh, Smith on the team. Yep. Which... I mean, it, imagine well, trying was, to was imagine trying to guard both those guys. No, Smith. This was his, his second, second year. Yeah, so he was third. I mean, he he's, he had a great year too. I mean, he he had a lot of big plays. Um, and to think that AJ Brown still put up the numbers he did with Devontae on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's another one of those like it, it's a testament to AJ Brown that he is clearly above Devontae Smith, who's a very good wide receiver, but it's not even close because he's one of those next level. And guys. like the thing too is like. I mean, the Eagles run the ball a ton. Like they, yeah. they're cycling three backs in the Plus game at, at all times. Jalen Hurts yeah. is running a lot. Like, and he still was. What did you say he was sixth in yards per game? Seventh, I think. Yeah, in, in the per game, he or, was uh, he was sixth, sixth and okay. overall he was fourth. So yeah, nope. I like that, Dustin. Uh, my number five here. Uh, this might this might be a little bit surprising. I'm gonna go with Mr. Tyreek Hill. Wow. Yep. Okay. Putting Tyreek Hill at five. This is not a slight to Tyreek. I think that when I when I think about where we're putting these wide receivers, especially when we get to the tippy top, you know, tier guys, I am judging talent, you know, route running, footwork, all that kind of stuff. And Tyreek is good at all that stuff, but what separates him literally from everyone else is his speed and yeah. his quickness. Yeah. And so if you took that away. I think Tyreek would still be a good player. You know, if you moved his speed in Madden from a 99 to a 95, he'd still be a really good player, but there's something about just the way that he gets open, the way that he gets away from people. Mm -hmm. And especially in like second look scramble drill type things that is where a lot of his success comes from. And so that's why I have him ranked lower than the guys we're going to talk about later is because I think that technically speaking, there are guys in the NFL that, are more technically sound than him, yeah. but maybe not, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not effective. It's just coming from a different place. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So that's my rationale there. I knew I'd have to defend myself on that one a little bit. I had a feeling I'd be the lowest on Tyree. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Dustin doesn't have him on his list. <laughs> Honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who knows with my list? Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's true. What is, 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 is Dawson Knox on your list this time? He's number one. He's a receiver. <laughs> he receives. I thought I was shocking with my Jamar Chase at six. but uh, uh, so, Adam, who you got at five? Five, I have, we already talked about him, Stefan Diggs. So I have Diggs at five. Um, but you hate Stefan. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I was told uh, minutes ago. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Stefan Diggs. And this is where, you know, you. I'm taking into account the situation they're in. 
He is no threat to lose that focal point in the passing offense. Yes. Uh, Josh Allen, obviously, like they're, I think they're going back off of using him as a runner as much now. Now that James Cook looks to be kind of like they liked what they saw with him mm-hmm. last year. Um, so I don't think they have to put as much weight on him running the ball so they can let him throw it. And that's only going to benefit Stephon Diggs. Um, he is a very elite route runner. He has been for years. He knows exactly where, you know, Josh Allen wants to go. They have a great chemistry there. Um, I know it got talked about like, Oh, him and Stefan or, or Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are apparently beefing because of <laughs> Josh Allen, like cheating on his girlfriend. Like that was literally like Brandon Bean and like all people, like even Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, like we're like that. What? Like, yeah. No, that's not a thing. Like, I, you know, I, I've been around the ringer with Stefan Diggs with the cryptic tweets. I know he just <laughs> came out with those a little bit, but like, I'm not concerned like his place. Like he, I don't think he's unhappy. Like he, you know, is what it is. Like he got, I have no issues with that trade. Um, as we were, we're going to talk about when we get to another player on my list. Um, so yeah, Stefan Diggs, Still very good. I know he's getting up there in age, but until we see some regression, I'm not going to say he's going to regress until I see it. So. This is America. We're you innocent know, until proven guilty. Yeah, exactly. So you top know, five. Another, another player with like tweets that people can't really understand very well that I kind of miss. Cam Newton. Sam, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Sammy, Sammy Watkins. I knew you were going to fucking yeah, say that. Fucking lizard people. So Sammy Watkins. And, and his like, degree from Clemson just hanging behind him. And it's like, you can't, you don't even know words. Yeah, he like, didn't go to class. He didn't go to class. Yeah. But you know, he's got like a communications degree and the dude cannot, like doesn't know what a comma is. Like, no. <laughs> not good at communicating. Yeah. All right, Dustin. Top four, here we go. All yeah, right, number uh, my number four. So not much past yours, Kevin, but it's Tyreek Hill. Wow. Wow, look wow. at that. Look who's in the minority now. Yeah, wow, man. All right. Dustin, why do you hate Tyreek Hill? I don't, I don't hate yeah, him. Because you guys clearly hate Tyreek Hill. He's a I don't store brand Kadarius Tony. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> What are we, what are we, Kadarius is my one. You must love your Kmart this because is, yeah, he's, that's a great, <laughs> great value, Kadarius Tony. Yeah. He's like, you know, you, you can get the same production from Kadarius for half the price and half the time because he'll punch but someone like, and get ejected. It's, it's actually more like seven times the time because he still hasn't shown us those numbers. So, right. Well, he did hop into the end zone once last year. So, but yeah, Dustin, why, why, where do you stand on Tyreek Hill? Um, kind of well, I, I like I like the guys I have ahead of him a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about it. He just doesn't have the route running that these guys do. And he's just so quick that he doesn't. And, need and it. that's the thing. Like a lot of teams know to. Like, I mean, they haven't really shown it every game, but like put a safety deep. Like mm-hmm. get a guy like twenty yards off the ball. Well, I feel like that's a thing that happens with Tyreek Hill a lot too. Where you, I, I specifically remember the Dolphins Ravens game where the Dolphins had a crazy comeback. Uh, last year, and there were all these plays where it's like this 60-yard bomb to Tyreek because they ran around until a point where he just ended up 20 yards behind everybody. You know, and it's like they yeah. just lost him because yeah. he's so quick and he just kind of streaks well, out like there's, there. There's, like if you're a DB, there's absolutely nothing you can do if the play just keeps going because you're like, I, they're eventually going to get open. Like yeah. That's how it works. Like They're just going to do whatever but, they want. But if it's Tyreek Hill... He's eventually going to get 20 yards over. Yeah. Because he just, as yeah. soon as he gets a step on you, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number four uh, is, let's see here, Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, I think that, unlike Adam, I don't completely disrespect Jamar. 
Um, but that said, <laughs> this, again, this is another this is another situation like Tyreek Hill where it's kind of an embarrassment of riches at the top. Everybody, these top receivers are so good. The margin, I think, is pretty slim. And like Adam mentioned, Jamar's had some durability issues that we haven't really seen. We didn't get to see a full season from him last year. Mm-hmm. And there are games where sometimes he just kind of doesn't get in the box score very much. And so um, it, part of that's probably his situation, yeah. other talent on the field, the Samaje effect. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's going to be in number four, and he can definitely move into top three if he has a really nice season this year. Yeah, like T. Higgins probably would be receiver one on, like, all but once again, I don't know. He, he would I, be I, on I my team. He'd be on a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. Like, over half, over half, easily over half. I think. Yeah, like, yeah. He's really I mean, good. All of the AFC West. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I'd say three teams in the NFC West. At least two teams, the NFC North, probably. Yeah, I don't know. He's. I mean, he's really good, and so it's it, again, it's a testament to Jamar that you know he is the alpha on that team. Yeah. But yeah. he just is not quite featured as much as I'd like. Yeah. All right. My number four. Um, I unless I, I guess I'm gonna have him the lowest of our group here. I have Cooper Cup. I put Cooper Cup at number four. Uh again, I'm digging him a little bit like I did with Jamar Chase. We saw the injury last year, but keep in mind he was on a very like historic pay. Like he was averaging, uh, he was going to go out to being 1700 yards receiving. Yep. Would have put him up there right up with Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. Um, he was really good, averaged 90.2 yards a game. Uh, the big the thing I kind of ding him for is it's really on Stafford. Like Stafford could hit that cliff at any season now. Yeah. Like where he just, I mean, you've been saying that for a couple of years. Now. We, he had a bum well, arm he, all last I was year. Say, he kind of did hit a cliff last yeah, year. Yeah. And then like, it, when you have an issue with your quarterback, you have an issue with your throwing elbow. Yeah. Like, you might never come back unless like, you're Brock Purdy. Well, yeah, I mean, but, we, we do know that. But Stafford, Brock's also Stafford like 14 years elbow. younger. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and the thing that the thing that I like about Cooper Cup, in uh, spoiler alert, he's my number three. Yeah. Um, is that like Can't Co- go out of turn? Okay. Well, I'm sorry to forget you heard that. But Cooper Cup, before he got hurt last year. He was on a historic pace. Yeah. He was head and shoulders of everyone else. And there were plenty of receivers going off last year for the first like eight or nine games, whatever Cooper Cup played. I mean, he was on pace for like 1,700 yards. Yeah. Like it was crazy. And so I mean, he's got great route running. Wait, he, so, so what does that make Justin Jefferson having over 1,800? It's really good. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, well I, I, what you say, a historic I have, pace. I, mean, I have never said that Justin Jefferson is not very good at football. No, I wish no. he sucked. No. It would be great, yeah. but he doesn't. You wish he was gonna, a Jalen Rieger. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do what you know your cousin Abe does, where he's like, Aaron Rodgers isn't even good. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, now your opinion just yeah, doesn't that, mean anything. That, yeah, I mean, you completely invalidate yourself. Like, yeah. It's just like, no, okay, yeah, lose all like, credibility. Yeah, yeah. so um, Dustin, sorry I went out of order. Who is your number three? That's okay. I, I accept your apology, Kevin. Uh, I've got Jamar Chase. So okay. all the way down we at are, three. Yeah, Dustin we hates Jamar we, Chase. Uh, we did him. talk about. We thought that maybe you put him at one. So no, no, I, I wow. didn't right. do that. I thought <laughs> for about you. it. Good for I you. Thought about it. Thought about it. You did think I about it. I got a little realistic to myself. I, I took a step back. Now I, I can see your notes here, Dustin. You wrote several words after the word yes. Chase. So uh, a big <laughs> so <laughs> my big thing with this is. T. Higgins last year was not expected to have 
the season that he did. What do you mean? I don't think people thought he was going to be that good. What? He was really good as rookie year with Joe Burrow. But, like, but he stepped up a big time. And I think it's going to be the same effect that happened with T. Higgins last year, but with Jamar Chase now, is teams are going to respect Higgins more. So Chase will have less two-on-one, three-on-ones, mm-hmm. where he'll be able to get himself open. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And, I mean, I don't know. It, it is hard to tell, and I do think that we are due for – you know, four or five probably of those nuclear Jamar Chase games next season where, you know, multiple touchdowns, just torching people, assuming Joe Burrow plays before week five, which um, hopefully he does. Jamar, let's not <laughs> any seeds that we yeah. are uh, not wanting to harvest here. Hopefully but. he plays week one. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Going to, as so we talk about my number three, Cooper Cup. So Adam, who is your number three? My number three, and I have a feeling this might be Kevin's number one based on how he was all aloof. Uh, it is Devontae Adams. Yeah, we, we should we should give some clarity here that uh, at the end of our golf match earlier today, I uh, trolled Adam pretty hard about yeah. whether or not we're going to agree on certain players. Yeah, which <laughs> this is where I'm like, you, you factor in A, what they were last year, be the situation they're going into mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. and like see who they are as a player now. Well, I feel like there's also a difference. We, I, I'm judging these players based on like their skill at the position and not based on like their fantasy value going into this next year. Like I'm not factoring in, for instance, quarterback into this equation. I mean, I'm but trying like, to say who's the most talented. I feel person. like if anything, like Devonte Adams and like, you look at their, their, fantasy like for receivers that is how you measure like how they produce obviously like what you you talk about like a guy like oh he he is really good but his quarterback sucked so i can't i have to put him really high we did for kyle pitts yeah but kyle pitts is like tight end we put him at seven like yeah are there like other people that you would have put over but but hypothetically if there was a receiver that may still have yet to be talked about uh, or no, wait, it's it's your receiver this time uh, at, at the number three spot. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Hypothetically, Devontae Adams gets a shitty quarterback this season. Kyle Pitts has a shitty quarterback right now. We have seen Devontae Adams with a good quarterback. We've seen Devontae Adams with a bad quarterback, and he has been successful in both situations. I don't know if we've seen him with a bad – like, I wouldn't call Derek Carr bad. His, I Devon, say he's middle of Devontae the Adams' stats as a Packer without Aaron Rodgers are better than his stats with Aaron Rodgers. There were, you know, five or six, seven games maybe over his time with the Packers. Yeah, but then you, didn't play. But you also look at you, if you look at his game log, he was extremely boom and bust last year. He had games where he had seven catches, 153 yards, two touchdowns. He followed it up with two catches for 15 yards. And then he had a couple weeks later, eight catches for 177, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. A few weeks after that, seven for 141, two touchdowns. And then he had another one. Uh, 10 on 17 targets for 146, two touchdowns. But then he followed that one up with one catch for three yards. So it's like, I I, I don't think that's going to improve I mean, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's going to be. Justin Jefferson have against the Eagles or the Packers the second time? Like the, the point, the point staying, like he had a couple games, well, but by a per game average, so let's, Justin Jefferson obviously was 
16 so, yards better than so let's, Devontae. Let's talk about Devontae here because he's your yeah, pick. So yeah. what do you like about Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams, is, Devontae Adams is an extremely great route runner. Uh-huh. He knows exactly how to leverage a defender's, you know, leverage against them. Even when that defender is holding a camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even, even when the especially defender is holding a camera. Especially when the defender is holding a camera. Um, he, he, he's a very savvy route runner. He knows how to play against the defender, which you need to have that yeah. in a receiver. Um, great Taco Bell commercials. Great Taco Bell commercials. Elite yeah. Taco Bell commercials. Yeah. I, my, my thing is, is Jimmy Garoppolo of a worse quarterback than Derek Carr? In my opinion, yes. Yeah. So I think that's, I, I think that's why like the situation, I drop him down to three. That's not saying he's bad. He's also getting up there in age. We're at the point where he's. Is he? I think he's thirty now, or he's approaching thirty. Uh, uh, he's close. See. He's gonna be thirty very soon. I think he's twenty nine, maybe. Um, thirty. Yeah. So he's thirty now. So like at that point, we're in now in His the birthday's a day before Christmas. Yeah. Huh. Christmas also Eve. known as Christmas Eve. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so we're at the point in a in a career at a skill position where. Do they lose a step and become like have to be like become a Keenan Allen? Maybe not yet, but like I don't know. It, it's just because it's it's an unknown. Whereas the other two, I'm the people I have ahead of him, I'm not as concerned by. So that's why I put him at three. Okay. Uh, I think I last year I think I put him at one, if I remember correctly. I don't think you did. I did. I did not have Justin Jefferson number one. I had him at two, and I said he's going to be next year. Oh well, spoiler. Okay, yeah. spoiler. So. But, uh... Okay, I yeah. mean, so I, I put him at three. three. He's a very can, good football player. I can. It's live, a worse situation. I can live with number three. I don't know, and I think we should save our fight for when it happens, which it will, pretty soon, very, very shortly. Um, wild, Dustin, your number two. It's the guy we were just talking about. It's Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams at number two. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, Taco even, Bell commercials last year. I mean, you, there were tons of clips of him just like at Taco Bell, absolutely like. <laughs> taking defenders out of their shoes yeah and yeah he's 30 but like he was doing that at 29 yeah and he's it's I not feel, like it's a brick I feel wall like or anything his, that he's hitting, his skill like, level has maintained it seems like you know it for the last couple of years ever since he really emerged i don't think he's lost a step at all he's still beating guys deep he's still running ridiculous routes and Throwing dudes out of their shoes. Well, and, and we were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, think about when Jimmy Garoppolo was with the 49ers. He that was when Debo blew up because mm-hmm. he was only really giving him and Kittle the ball. Yeah. I I agree. Um, let's see. Should we do should we do my number two now? Should we just see where yeah. we're gonna see where we're gonna go with this one? Yeah. So Justin Jefferson is very good at football. I want to preface this by saying Justin Jefferson is better than Every other receiver in the NFL, except for one, um, I think Justin Jefferson could keep ascending. He could do even more next year than he did last year. He's definitely capable of it. He is a bona fide superstar. That said, and by process of elimination and basically the entire conversation for the last 10 minutes, uh, you can infer that my number one is Devontae Adams. And let me tell you why. Because I really, I had to... I had to think of a framework to justify this in my head so I could argue it on the show uh-huh. uh, as soon as I had the idea to do this because I knew it would make you very upset. Yeah. So here's the reason why Justin Jefferson is not my number one. 
I have never seen Devontae Adams get put in a crib like I saw Justin Jefferson by a okay Packers defensive effort at the end of last season. So you didn't watch the several games that I just mentioned no, no, by no, the Raiders but, last but year. But there's a difference where between, he had literally three yards. There's a difference between Devontae Adams not getting involved in the offense, the offense not moving through him, or the targets not being there or not being good catchable targets. There's a difference between that and Justin Jefferson getting jammed at the line every single play, getting so angry and frustrated that he took his helmet off and hit a ref with it. That happened. And somehow didn't get flagged. That's a real thing that happened. I have never seen you – know, we talk about – we make jokes about Devontae, like, pushing the reporter down and shit like that. I mean, Justin Jefferson – had a hissy fit during that game. I have never seen Devontae Adams get shut Except down. for shoving a media person or camera person. But that was about a loss. That wasn't about his individual play. I mean, he still shoved a dude down. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that <laughs> don't dude, talk about, like, yeah, Devontae is a patron saint. Like, the helmet's way worse than shoving someone down. Yeah, I will say, like, pushing a guy down that was, like, kind of standing in your way, I don't think that's as bad as taking off your helmet and hitting an official with I him. also don't think he walked up to the guy and said, this is the official, let me hit him with my helmet. No, but he it was so, out, he was so out of moment. control that he hit the official with his helmet so he didn't even realize he was there. He's so, also, he was also 23 at the time, so you, you factor in, you know, maturity, whereas Devontae did that at 29 versus 23. Yeah. And, so. I'm not, and I'm not out here trying to defend Devontae pushing a guy holding a camera, but I'm just trying to say that I think it is possible to shut down Justin Jefferson via scheme easier than it is to shut down Devontae Adams. I think Devontae is still a better route runner than Justin Jefferson is. I think he still has the athleticism to keep up. Jefferson may be faster, but Jefferson's also not like a super fast guy. He's no, he's slithery. That he Yeah, he, he makes his money on quickness and yeah. on like crisp routes and stuff like that. I think Devontae still has him beat. And I think that if you put Devontae and Jefferson on a same offense with uh Kirk Cousins caliber quarterback, I think Devontae puts up better numbers. Now, you can never prove that, but I've seen, like we talked about before, I've seen Devontae with Aaron Rodgers put up crazy numbers. I've seen him with Deshaun fucking Kaiser put up really nice so games. I, my, my, my issue here, then, is Justin Jefferson literally has been the best receiver through th their first three seasons in NFL history. And before you say the extra game, no, I don't care. Before you say the extra game, he's he's, he's had the best. He he has seven hundred more yards than Randy Moss. Yeah, with only two more games played. No, like and that's it's and that's not a, even close. And that's a totally fair statement. But I am not basing my rankings like we talked about on fantasy football projections and stats. Uh, it's and not projections. Like it's based on production. It, it is like. it is relevant, but it is not the deciding factor. I am basing this off of who I think. You know, if I were making math, you're basing it on I eye test. Higher you're basing overall. it on eye test, is what you're trying to say. Well, how else are we deciding between these guys? Uh, a watching them, yeah, and B test. smell test. Oh, test. oh, the, <laughs> the, the numbers they actually produce. Like you have to take both. Like I, I just I don't know how you can watch. Like you, I, I, you know, it's fine to say. Devontae Adams is a better route runner right now. Okay, that's fine. Well, by, but by then, those, like by those numbers, why do you have Cooper Cup at four and not above Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams? Because, because I'm factoring Cup, in situation Cooper two. Cup was on pace. Well, that's what I'm and saying. And like Cooper Cup is also also thirty. I like think he's I old. Think you're doing like a hybrid, like overall quality slash 
expected fantasy value. It is. It is. It, I'm putting in there the best receivers going into this year. You have to as a receiver because they have to rely on someone getting them the ball. You like but you could be the best. You, but it but it does like otherwise like you could be like oh I was so open like but like I never got the ball because so, my quarterback so, sucks. So tell me this: if Kirk Cousins tears his ACL tomorrow, is Justin Jefferson still at the top of your list? I mean, yeah. So it doesn't matter who like, the fucking quarterback is, like, because who is your backup? That you could you could literally make that <laughs> argument for every other receiver. If their starting quarterback got hurt tomorrow, yeah, their is their production going to be hurt? Probably. But you're saying, but like, but you're saying the starting quarterback matters in these rankings unless it's the guy that you like. No, it's not. I'm saying it doesn't matter to anyone. No, I I ding Devonte. Yeah, I ding Devonte because. His quarterback got worse. He is older. Those are both valid points but, to say. But in a hypothetical world where JJ's quarterback gets worse, a lot worse in that case, you still have him at one. I mean, in, in do, you, this, do you think that the delta is so, not close you, enough between him and Tyree Kill? You, you, I feel you can't like just take an argument and be like, in one very specific case, this quarterback, but no other quarterbacks get hurt. Then, like, yeah, no shit. Well, that's they're, they're that environment usually works. Like, like on a bus together. But, like, we're not going and predicting injuries. I am predicting current healthy quarterbacks and current healthy receivers. So, like, I can't factor in being like, well, what happens if Joe Burrow doesn't play for eight weeks? I, like, that, like, of course you're going to ding Jamar then. Like, I just, I, that, that's a ridiculous man, where, where hypothetical. Where would you put Hawkinson in your list? Because he's going to be taking away production. That's true. Four. Addison's yeah. going to be taking four. away production. So, you guys have been talking <laughs> really high on Addison. I don't know. I, Justin Jefferson the is the focal point of our passing so, offense. So Let's not be ridiculous here. here here's, <laughs> like, my, here's my. Doesn't point matter. Now. Hawkinson was there. Guess who? Guess who got better? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Like it, it, we literally saw that. So like you putting in someone doesn't necessarily subtract. It makes where defenses can't just put multiple people on one player. That it's it's. It's just uh, I've adding seen some in screenshots help. on Vikings Twitter where they circled the entire defense. Yeah, I, I've also seen that where they're like, "Oh, look at these people!" Like, that, that, like that's that, not how that's, defenses. That's work. how defenses like line like, up pre-snap. Like you, they, can, they don't play like a conga the, line. Like, the we're going to guard this guy. The argument, like, it's a very common thing <laughs> where they have a corner press and they usually then have safety help. That's a very common strategy. And there was trips to the field, and there was like a nickel. It, yeah, floating I out saw there them add in another. Yeah. I'm like, that's not he, he's not involved. The the two you put the two. Like did, did it's see, not I, a three. I, I made one where I circled like off of like Dalvin was in the backfield and I circled like the defensive lineman, the linebacker, a corner and a safety. I was like, we're quadruple teaming. Yeah. Dalvin. Yeah. I don't know. So, but uh, anyway, so uh, my, my point here is that I'm not digging anyone for their like upcoming situation. I'm trying to look at like pure skill. Now it seems like you're dinging Devante and not JJ hypothetically, but we can move It's on. not a hypothetical. Cause I'm not, I'm not assuming like Devontae's quarterback is hurt. Like no, you but, are assuming, but but I Justin made a, I made a hypothetical. But then you have to, to make that assumption. Point. Yeah, but okay, fuck yeah. off. Like that's you, you, I you like <laughs> I know, but like that's a ridiculous thing. Like I could say, like, well, what if Devontae's your number one? Like his quarterback gets hurt, you have to ding him then. No, because I'm not like, ding anyone for quarterbacks. That's the whole point. I you have to factor. I think in the he's throwing the ball. I still put him at number one. I think he's the most talented guy. This it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. But you just talented. said that we're not. We're not planning on someone being injured so yeah I, we're, going, we're going to circle, he has to take that and we're never account. going to agree so justin jefferson's my two Devontae's obviously my one am i correct to say that tyreek is your two my and jj Ty- is your one yeah tyreek is my number two yeah. just because 
he has that we haven't seen him slow down so he has the ability to the in like how much he influences yep. the defense he breaks open games yeah like that's, that's why fair. like he is he's absolutely electric until we see him not be electric so i i have to put him at two we saw what he did with tua who he had a career best year and he was with a significantly worse quarterback that's than very true patrick mahomes and so if Tua can be healthy Montana, and progress, Tua Nan is going to come after you for that one. By the way, bring it on. Worse than Patrick. Bring Mahomes. it on. Tua Bring it on. Uh, and then Dustin, can you explain to us why DJ Chark is your number one? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, I've got Justin Jefferson because I he was the first name on the list when I googled. <laughs> Best receivers in the league. Dustin's a slave to Google. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is. So wide receivers. No, I Yahooed it actually. What's what's your rationale? It. What's your reasoning here? He's a good player. I mean, <laughs> you like the gritty? I can't do it. I've never tried it. Who's actually. better at the gritty, Jamar or JJ? Jamar. I think Jamar's better. He definitely is. I think Jair's better actually. If we're like really trying to rate everybody, I don't know. Adam, Adam Schefter is a. Phenomenal. Didn't he tear his ACL? Broke his foot or something. Yeah, did he he like (laughs) mess up his knee trying to grit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. I was. Yeah, I was all broken up about that. I was really sad. He doesn't have any like viral celebrations. No, no, he's just really, really fucking good. Uh, Okay, so that's our top ten list. Yeah, the graphic. So I guess at the top of the graphic will be JJ consensus. Just and then Devante and then. I don't know. After that, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have to find out what the average. We might have some. We might have some ties in here. You had Tyreek what five, six? You had six. You had him at five, four. You had four. I think you had five then. I had five. Yeah. Yeah, So five, five, four, and then two. But Dustin had Cooper Cup as an honorable mention, and we had him top four. Wait, wait, you did? Yeah. Okay, we got you honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. (laughs) You had Cooper Cup. (laughs) What the the hell? (laughs) He's white, Dustin. That's like your thing. Cole Beasley, honorable yeah. <laughs> He got signed by Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he's on the. Renfro, like is it the Ravens? Uh, it no, on? it wasn't the Ravens. Uh, let's see, Cole. You know, Ravens, I just, I just so. don't believe in Cooper Cup anymore. He did one good year. Everyone, Giants, oh, went Jesus. crazy about it. He's number nine on the Giants. Oh, he stayes in New York. Yes. Yeah. So you had who else? You had Cupman. You had who New else? Olave. Olave. I think Olave could really make a jump into this list this next I mean, yeah, year. He, had a he has great a really productive year. year. Yeah. He had a great rookie year, but he's definitely not in this top 10 yet. Yeah, I, also, I, I just couldn't justify putting him. No, yeah, I, I couldn't either. That's why he's not. I, I also had in honorable mentions Higgins and Devontae Smith. We talked about both those guys. They would have a much better shot if they were on a different team where they got to be featured, but they're still very, very good. Yeah. I My honorable mentions, this is where we're on I, I have four. But that's just because I literally was waffling between a lot of these guys. Um, I have Mike Evans just because he it future Hall of Famer. Not to talk he, about, yeah, him. like he seven. I think it's like seven straight thousand yard seasons. It's all of his seasons. It's yeah. like it's it's insane. He's a big time. Obviously, like you know, with Baker and or Kyle Trask, whoever's. I don't know if you've seen Baker. Baker, Baker looks heavy. Like he <laughs> looks like he is not He's done any boy. cardio all off season, and so he looked bad. Uh, but at can, Mike we call, Evans, can we call him Big Baker, like Big Ben? Like. Big Big Baker, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, I have Devontae Smith as well as my honor mention. I had Jalen Waddle. I was yeah. putting, I was between him and Debo for a while, and then I do have Amon Ra as an honor mention, just because I, I want one more year of like him actually like ascending. Like mm-hmm. he's on that trajectory. Like I, I think he'll probably overtake like 
maybe Debo for sure. DeAndre Hopkins just based on the trajectories now, but um, yeah, D hop was someone too that I thought of, but I, I'm not sure. Cause I Debo or DeAndre is, is hard. He was productive in Arizona. He mm-hmm. did have health issues. I don't know if he's kind of getting to that age where he, Kind of like a Keenan Allen type yeah. thing. The hamstring just goes, and then he's like, I'm yeah. out for like four weeks. Yeah, and he just kind of seems like he might be one of those guys that's productive this year, but he's kind of lost that like elite you know, burst and stuff like that yeah. that he used to have. Right. All right, I think that's going to do it. Um, we got a little contentious with the, the top. Oh, we didn't say which... Garrett Wilson. No one said Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I that one is hard. Well, he's got a bad like... quarterback thrown him, though. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I... I I'm curious to see because, like, obviously the hype around the Jets is massive. I mean, Alan Lazard's the real like, story. Like, if you're listening to this, Hard Knocks comes out today. Uh-huh. Um, Did you guys watch the Hall of Fame game? No. I watched a little bit, yeah. Oh, my God. They were just – I now understand uh, what you guys – Dorian mean. Dorian Thompson Robinson looked awesome. I, I so, was yeah. I was just getting really annoyed at how they were sucking up to Aaron Rodgers. I now – I kind of feel you understand? what you guys feel You understand now, where they're, they're like, like – we have to Aaron, talk about you're him. Just, Especially it's well, Collins they were talking worth. to him. Yeah. They had him on the sideline with a headset on, yeah. and they were just like, oh, Aaron, you're just such a cool guy. Like, I just, I love He's you. He's also a sandbagger, according to they, Josh Allen they, or other people. Yeah. In the the, the Tahoe tournament, yeah. like that celebrity one, yeah. where he was like, a, I think they gave him like 10 or 11 strokes. And he ended like up that. shooting like yeah. under par. It's like, <laughs> okay, you piece of shit. Like, you're not actually that. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, he gets beat up in the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Fuck I, that guy. Yeah. I, I was just, I was listening to Collinsworth talk to him during the Hall of Fame game, and I just thought of, uh, What's the dude's name? The sports guy in Anchorman. Uh, He's like, after this is champ, over, champ. we should get yeah, a partner, like Champ together. Williams or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just thinking of that. It was like, <laughs> Collinsworth is like, we should move in, Aaron. We should get an apartment together. I, I heard you got a new place in New York. <laughs> okay, Champ, why don't you take the next one out? The next one out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, Brick's got his banana over there. Just, uh, yeah. I just looks at it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Hall of Fame game happened. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, kudos to NBC for. When the lights went out, they went right to Aaron Rodgers on the bench because, you know, darkness retreat. Yep. Yeah, darkness. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's great. That's some, that's some broadcasting chops right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Hard Knock starts today. If you're listening, I'm sure we'll wa- I'll watch. Yeah, we'll um, talk about we'll it next week for it. sure. Yeah, especially with Aaron Rodgers on there. Um, I have right. to watch. I'm yeah. contractually yeah. obligated. Yeah, you have to. I'm going to be crying and right. ice cream. Thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to the website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and I guess Threads. That Ish. died. That yeah. died so fast. That was like a, that was a fun week. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun week. Uh, at, I still get things where it's like, this person followed you on Threads. Oh, I'm like, I know. Oh, what? I We're know. still doing yeah. Threads. Um, <laughs> just find us on those on the socials at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episodes, graphics, highlights, reactions, memes, news to the Vikings, Packers, and Bears, as well as the NFL as a whole. It's large enough. We are so close to the season. We are we're officially entering into preseason. We're past the Hall of Fame game. We're going to be talking about our teams as we get there. Just a few more weeks. We're going to continue our top 10 list next week with our top 10 running backs. Uh, that'll be fun. I already know uh, a certain person that's page included. She wanted me to let let me know what it is. Dustin, you're going to love it. We should we should do a thing where... Steve, number one? 
like our our consensus top ten tight ends and running backs to see who cumulatively gets paid more. Yeah, I bet it's I bet it's tight ends. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably. Um, all right. I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer, Justin Luco. Kevin, final words. Football's kind of back. Yeah.